Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Horror Play is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash shark to get your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. With over 180,000 titles for you to choose from for your Android, iPod, Kindle, or MP3 player. Old. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Horror Play Podcast, the podcast dedicated to find the scariest game ever made. I'm your host, John Lossoff. Joining me, as always, are my creative co-hosts. Like Pillows? It? I feel like you should just download a th- thesaurus app now. I did. <laughs> yeah, I already yeah. did. And that creative the, was the best you came up with? It's the first result I came up with. So oh. you anyway, okay. Amber, say hi to everyone. Hello. Adam. Hi. And Robert. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> you guys weren't very creative. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, no. neither were you. We're no, just following just our, our leader's example. I'm just saying. And me too. If I'm throwing you guys a softball, I expect you to just mash it. We did. We, we said hi when, when asked. Yeah. Who That's says that? Hard. Mash a softball? Uh, 50 year old. Mostly girls. Coaches. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I'll I ever watched like, baseball and they're like, man, that guy just mashed that ball. No, no it's, most, it's mostly girls and, and companies. You're who, who girls and soft, companies? Girls and companies. Oh. Companies <laughs> who have softball leagues. You're not I watching thought, like, softball with the I right thought people, if you were like, part friends. of a bank company, you were just like, that's, you said mash a lot. Yeah, yeah you do. So yeah. girls and yeah. companies. You, yeah. you mash the numbers. You, that's true. Mm-hmm. But not softballs. No. So Unless you're a girl. All right, guys. So <laughs> before we get started, I just want to ask, what's everybody been playing lately? Non-horror related. Non-horror related? Yeah. Oh, man. You got to make us think. Yeah. I, I just I just started Quantum Break. Yeah. How was that? Uh, it's been fun so far. It's from the guys who made Alan, Alan Wake. Wake. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, there's been a couple really awesome Alan Wake Easter eggs that I geeked out over is right in the, the beginning uh, of the game. Is that the Quantum Break? Like, uh, the gimmick is like you control time? Yes. Mm-hmm. And... Every famous, well, not, I guess, not famous actor in the world, but Sean Ashmore, the guy that played Iceman, is the yeah. main character. He's my favorite uh, X-Man. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Right. Uh, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Wow, yeah. or, He's my favorite finger. Or what was his Charlie. name? Charlie. Yeah, Charlie's from in it. Lost. Charlie from Lost. Oh, yeah. I was trying to come up with not what's Penny's his name boat. Not, not Penny's Boat. Not Penny's Boat, bro. Penny's Boat. The one in the band, too. Yeah. Drive Shaft. Drive Shaft. <laughs> it's been pretty well, solid so far. Been. been playing some Division and Rocket League. Yep, Division. That's all I've been playing. What was that? I heard there's like a huge exploit in the division. People are getting all up in arms about it. I have not. We haven't gotten gone far enough for that. Yeah, we're slowly playing it. We haven't even reached. Yeah, the we're. I guess people have figured out a way to, because I guess like the higher end gear is time gated somewhat. 
Like you have to wait like a certain amount of time. But like it's 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 like any other MMO where you can only run one mm. instance of something in a certain time frame, but people figured out uh basically their their new raid thing that they put in it is like a horde mode and you just fight fifteen waves of enemies. But people found a way before you have to destroy a vehicle, but people found a way to just get to that vehicle without fighting the enemies. Nice. Uh, and now Cheaters. I think they're all about to get their stuff taken away. Pumpkin. Because eaters. really that stuff is only good for the like dark zone, which is their kind of multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Which environment. we have not been into yeah, yet. We haven't gotten there yet. We're slowly working our way through the story. Yeah. Uh, me, I actually got invited to the Overwatch beta this past weekend, so I got to play a little bit of it. Nice. nice. That's it's one that Blizzard's putting out. Yeah, right? it's Blizzard's version of like a Team Fortress 2. Yeah. With a little bit of a MOBA. I just elements. I get a mix up with uh Battleborn, that's it. Yeah. That just came out recently too. Yeah, we yeah. tried that one. I uh I played a little bit of Overwatch. It's pretty cool so far. I played this one character called Tracer. Her ability is that she kinda re- controls time a little bit. That's that's the one everybody was all up in arms over because her victory pose you saw her butt. Right. <laughs> I, I don't believe. know. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, uh, there was all this controversy over her victory pose because she was just like her back was to you and she was looking at you over her mm-hmm. shoulder. So everybody was like, oh, why does she have it's to? It's the uh, Black Widow pose yeah. on the uh, Avengers posters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they fixed it, but yeah. admittedly made it probably worse than what it was before. But everybody loves it now. So, hey, hey. I know Overwatch is fun. I think uh, it comes out soon. I think they're gonna sell full price sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But any DLC is uh what, free. Is it on all the systems? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think PC is probably the best way to go. Probably. Blizzard. PC is like Blizzard's domain. I wanna so. say I saw somewhere where there was like a forty dollar version, and I don't know if that applies to consoles or if that's a PC only, but it's kind of a base version of the game where you get mm-hmm. all the characters and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. That's all the information I had. I should have not started that sentence. <laughs> it's a fun game. I uh, I like Tracer and I like uh, Reaper, the guy with like uh, the twin guns. And he just teleports everywhere. Nice. It's fun. Nice. Cool. Robert, what are you even playing? Uh, Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh, Arkham versus Knight? Superman. Yeah, Arkham Arkham Knight. Yeah. <laughs> no, not Batman versus Superman. You liking it so far? Yeah, it's cool. I, I just I've played it for about two or three hours now. It's pretty Ooh. cool. I mean, I played the other two, so it's like just a continuing story. I still need to finish Arkham City. That one was good. I need to finish Arkham Asylum. How about uh, that? I yeah. need to Arkham Asylum was good. Play any of them? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was probably the it best Batman game. Yeah, I liked it. I liked that one better actually than Arkham City. And then Arkham Knight's good so far. There's a lot of tank or like Batmobile stuff. Yeah. In the beginning, which is kind of weird because you turn into a tank and it turns into almost like battle tanks. It's kind of <laughs> weird at points, but have they updated it yet to put Ben Affleck in the game? No, yeah. well, but I am waiting to see his chin. I yeah. really want to see it. Oh, oh, more more horror themed. We played the Doom beta as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, how yeah. was that? It was fun. Uh, I mean, it was just a multiplayer beta. Yeah. Right. Um, but it was refreshing. It was a different different type of multiplayer, kind of a, a throwback to old classic uh, shooter. Were you here to review Doom? I was not. No. Oh. Oh wait, I think it was, it was no. Jonathan. Yeah, it was me, Jonathan, and Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it got a pretty low rating. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I do remember that. I think that is the lowest game on the list. I wanna... no, no, no. That's uh, Stanley Parable. Yeah, I think Doom no. has a or two. Is... Yeah. Two out of ten. There we go. All right, all right. <laughs> Let's uh, get this podcast started. Hey, we have an updated list. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> do we have an updated list? Yeah, I updated it. So the list is updated as of now. 
It does not include the game we are reviewing right, today. Right, right. So it but, won't be updated anymore. Well, yeah. By the time you're listening to this, technically it is updated. But by the end of this podcast, it will not be updated. <laughs> awesome. All right, Adam, what game are we talking about this week? Does it matter? It's not going to be on the list by the time you listen to this. That's true. Hey, you're it's just going to be behind the times. People you might as well just turn this off just, now and uh, wait for the uh, Just write it down on a sheet of paper, <laughs> all right? And then just tape it to your uh, computer <laughs> screen. Computer screen? Yeah. Do that for all of them because I'm tired of updating right. this shit. <laughs> all right. Uh, so today we are talking about The Evil Within, or as it was known in Japan, Psycho Break. Psycho uh, Break. Psycho Break. Well, you know, much like Resident Evil. It was biohazard. Uh, it was biohazard, which is fitting considering this game was created and uh, or directed by Shinji Mikami, the man who created the Resident Evil series and was with the series all the way through Resident Evil 4. Um, this game, he was fed up with the state of survival horror, so he was trying to make a game to return it to its roots. It's a third-person game. Uh, it's a, a lot more like the original Resident Evils, I think. It's a a lot more limited ammo-wise. Enemies are kind of bullet sponges, but it's it's built to be that way. Um, you play Sebastian Castellano. He's a detective who is investigating. Amber just snorted there. Oh, I know. <laughs> just say the name again. <laughs> Sebastian Castellanos. <laughs> no, you, no, by all means, you go ahead and finish. <laughs> no, man, I was just laughing at how bored Robert looked with life. Oh, I can't <laughs> tell you. Like, I'm bored listening to me, too. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just like, listen, man, man you're, we're going to get into it. We're listen, man, you're it. like... You're like past the halfway point. Just just keep pushing. Keep no, I'm not bored by the description. Yeah. I'm just bored by this game. That's what I meant, really. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you play Sebastian Castellanos, and he's a detective. Uh, you're called to a mental institute to investigate something, and when you show up with your partners, a shadowy uh, figure shows up. Shadowy hoodie guy. Yeah, he mm-hmm. appears out of nowhere and kills your partners, and uh, you're off on an adventure. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh>. Wow. <laughs> and that's where the adventure begins. Sounds like a Steven Spielberg movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> it may one day be. Okay. Probably. Pro- pro- or at probably. least a uh, 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 Paul. What's the guy that directed the Resident Evil movies? Name? Ooh, Paul W. S. Anderson. All right. There Not we go. to be confused <laughs> with the better director, Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> I mean, so I always, all I wanted see, to say I that always, whole time. I always I confuse those two. I always confuse those two. They, yep. they are very. I mean, I mean there will the be name. blood. What do you think is in zombie movies? Blood. That's yeah, true. Mm-hmm. That's true. There, there will, will be blood in zombie movies. There yep. will be blood yep. and in Resident, yeah, Evil. Resident Evil. <laughs> okay. We're very similar in scope. All right, yep. guys. Definitely. What are our initial thoughts on the evil within? It was a game. Was a game. It Ooh, was okay. okay. If I I'm had glad to you pointed that out. <laughs> I'm glad you pointed that out. Okay, here's the thing is, like Adam said, they were trying to get back to the root of survival horror, and I do not think they did that. Yeah. They didn't do it. It's, it's, I think it's more like Resident Evil 4 than it is the original Resident Evil. You know what's interesting is that the way this game was marketed, like they were just focusing on the fact that Shinji Mikami, the guy who, you know, basically created survival horror, like he was uh, the guy behind this game. He was the guy who was going to bring back survival horror. And. The game didn't really turn out that way. No, not you at know. all. It, seemed, um, it really did seem like they were just trying to make another Resident Evil Four because Resident Evil Four was so popular. Like, and it yeah. was fast paced. It right. wasn't. It was scary, but it wasn't the same kind of tense 
scary of the original Resident Evil. It, it felt yeah. like they were it, it suffered from the same problem that Alone in the Dark had. It was just trying to do like a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. that is definitely you know. my biggest complaint. It wanted to be a bunch of different games, and in that process, it didn't execute right. any of them really well. Fully, yeah. yeah. It just kind of well, it was I mean, limited in a bunch. So let's. Let's try to go through all the different things to try to be. Obviously, try to be a horror game. Mm-hmm. Try to be an action game. <laughs> stealth uh, action game. Stealth yeah. action game. Yep. Yeah, but how often did you use the stealth? Well, you try to, but then you fuck up once and you're yeah. fucked and you have to murder everything around you. Yeah, and there's like 20 enemies. A lot of area. those yeah. A lot of those were built to kind of be more stealthy, like you were playing a Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. I'm right. bad at those, I guess, because yeah, I did not I do good stealthing too. in this okay, game. Okay, but my biggest... One of my biggest complaints uh, for this game was like the cheap kills. Like, there's definitely like a oh, lot of cheap kills, yep. yeah. And like, uh, like booby traps mm-hmm. that you just you trip over them, you're dead. Yep. Which in a game like Limbo that had a lot of cheap kills, I felt like that was okay because it is just kind of a quick try again, kind of right. like trial yeah, and yeah. error. And that that was really the whole point of the game. There was nothing else. Right. That it's was a puzzle solving. You. Yeah, yeah. It's a puzzle solving game. But in a game like this, that's like this action-adventure kind of survival horror game with a story that has (laughs) stealth elements to it, to have, like, you're running away and just have bear traps littered everywhere, plus, like, just wires you can't see. Oh, yeah. Those are great. (laughs) And you don't even get, like, hurt most of the time. You get, like, like, you explode and you're dead, and you have to do the whole thing over again, and it's just... It gets, like, really frustrating at points. What was really frustrating is the beginning of the game, because there's an upgrade system for your weapons. Yeah, that's the it's other just, thing it wants to try and it, do is, is be a light RPG. Yeah. Yep. It, uh, man, they really limit you in the beginning of the game because those yeah. weapons do jack shit. I think like, it's harder in the beginning of the game than it is later in the game yeah. when you upgrade. So yeah, I just, that makes no sense. I mean, I enjoy upgrade systems in games. It gets me more invested. But in this game, it felt like a chore. Like, I was always looking for, like, that green goo. I'm like, I was checking every barrel... Like uh, every chest, I'm just like, not because I wanted to, but because I felt like I had to. Because if I didn't upgrade my weapons, I'd be, you know, screwed later on in the game. Exactly. And I, I think that was another big downfall for the game as well. Because a lot of these, the point, the, the game was built to be challenging. And these enemies to be bullet sponges to try mm-hmm. and retain that that old uh, survival horror aspect. Mm-hmm. But you leveling yourself up so much and being so powerful towards the end, it's like, well, what's the point? Yeah, it's they should not, have just. They should have never scaled the difficulty to the enemies. Right. Just say this is the pistol, the damage that the pistol does, and that's it for the whole game. Yeah. And the enemies never increase in difficulty. Yeah, there's just different. It was it was weird that they would just tried to up that. They're like, here you can upgrade yourself, and then it's going to be easier to kill the enemies. Yeah, it, it was just strange. It really does get easier as it goes along. Like at least that's how I felt. Now yeah. we started off playing on a different difficulty, and then we went down. But like. Either- <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think we because just we, it on easy. Well, we wanted to get through it because right. we wanted to review it for this podcast. So we were trying to just get it. And it's a we usually game. play in like what the hardest difficulty. Oh just yeah, we're end, always so. playing the toughest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> but this this game is a hard game, and I remember listening to the review from IGN when they reviewed it when it first came out, and they were saying like this is a games game. Like this is a person who plays games a lot. Like they want a tough challenge like this is that kind of game right. which i get to an extent but it's also like it's almost like that in a f- infuriating way kind of how alien isolation was yeah. Part. I, yeah there was there was a lot of things i would have been okay with i'm like oh the fine i died whatever i didn't have mm. enough health but like you guys said there was a lot of cheap stuff like i'd be running and at the last second i would see a tripwire and i would try to turn but it was too late or 
an enemy would uh, pin me against a wall because I made a wrong turn, and then I just have to sit there and get hit over and over again. Yeah. You know what I absolutely hated? Like, it's not just uh, exclusive to horror games, but, like, a lot of games in general do these days. But, like, you get to an area, and the only way to get past is just to kill all the enemies in the area. You have to go to, like, a little mini horde mode. Yeah. And, yep. like, it's totally obvious what you have to do. It's never really fun to do. It's a chore to get through. I'm like, but a lot of times in this game, because it's so limiting, like, you usually run out of ammo, like, halfway through the fight. So you just have to, like, run around. You're scrambling to pick up the ammo from the enemies you killed. Mm -hmm. It's usually, like, two bullets. So then you're reloading the two bullets. You're killing another one enemy while other ones are shooting at you. And then you're picking up that Oh, and look. uh, That guy's got a Molotov, and he's doing at you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, my God. He's got a stick of dynamite. Watch out for him. That one room where they had, like, three guys run at you with sticks of dynamite. Oh, my God. God. I was getting so pissed off. I'm so, like, I was watching Robert play that. I'm just like, dude, just, just shoot the guys with the dynamite sticks. And Robert's like, he kept dying. I was like, here, you play it. I'm like, I'm going to show you how this, to do did it. Did yeah. this game make you guys mad at each other at any point? <laughs> oh, we're always mad at each other. Adam and I, we almost didn't get through this because <laughs> we'd get so pissed off. He'd be like, don't use your fucking ammo. And then he'd get the gun. It'd be his turn. He'd get the gun and he'd use a whole clip and miss every time. And I'm like, but then I'd oh, scream yeah. at him. Yeah, that like, was, that, to be fair, was that just... was after watching you play for like an hour. And I was just like, all right, I just I don't even want to stealth. I just want to shoot. Everything and the be stealth, done. I just don't think the stealth worked that well. No, yeah, Adam, it didn't. You and I were on the same wavelength. I always empty out the uh, the ammo. <laughs> I know. I would <laughs> always, be, I would always like. I'd be like, don't use all the ammo, but I'm then like, like no. you can't help it. You like, no wait, right, man. No that one enemy needed. 50 bullets to take down. To be, to be fair, <laughs> I would normally end up dying, so we would get all that ammo back once we yeah. had to reload a save. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. These save points were kind of. Few and far in between, yep. it felt like they were they were very nineties JRPG. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like that one room where you have to fight the, the hordes of enemies. There's like a point where it kind of even like once you defeat all the enemies, then like three more gates open and like four guys run out with dynamite sticks. And it's like you have to shoot four guys coming at different directions, and they all have dynamite, and there's nowhere to hide. So it's so like I'm trying to think like which instance up. you're talking about because this could. This could apply to, like, a lot of different parts of the game right now. Yeah. <laughs> I just know? remember the, it's the one with, like, a big hole in the floor, and you had to run around the oh. hole on the floor. It was uh, so fucking frustrating. Yeah. I remember kept dying there and then having to start the whole horde part over again. Uh-huh. All right, guys. So what was everyone's scariest moment of the game? Uh, mine was kind of early. I want to say it was towards the beginning of Chapter 4 or 5. You had to reach into a a body to get a key out. Oh, okay. Or something, yeah. and uh, the game really had not been that scary up to that point, in my opinion. Um, it was creepy, and the atmosphere was—you could tell some weird stuff was going on. Mm-hmm. And it, so I was like, "All right, I see where they're coming from," but not really scary. So I really wasn't expecting, as I was digging around in this dead body, for it to jump at me. <laughs> so it was a jump scare, but that—that. Yeah. Uh, that, they lulled me into a sense of security over three or four chapters, and then nice. they got me. I appreciated that. There you go. Yeah, mine was that spider lady. Like she oh. had like all the legs and stuff. Like the just... one that kept coming back to life. Right? Yeah. Yep. And you had to like burn yep. her in that oh. little magma or whatever it was. The coal. Yeah, that was shit. another fun section to do. Oh my god, that <laughs> yeah. was so frustrating. But like, I just like, I will say that there were some like creepy monsters in this. None of them really made sense to like. No. Yeah, no, anything. they didn't. They were just like, but how creepy, creepy can we make creatures? And she was like a creepy one. It was like the spider lady. She had like a bunch of arms, and she kind of just she she ran really fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you had to just like. 
constantly stay in front of her and try to blow up yeah blow up buildings (laughs) while we're talking about burning things can we talk about like why you couldn't just pick up random fire and burn bodies why you had to have matches i guess we can talk about that later can we talk about why the only weapon wasn't just matches you just burn everything (laughs) oh yeah yeah that (laughs) was like a effective i think what robert i did i don't know if you guys did but like we would just like pile like all the bodies like in the same group and just like burn them all with like one match (laughs) just be like really efficient i didn't didn't even think about that yeah there you go that's how the pros do it Nice. Clearly. Amber. That's why we played it on medium. (coughs) Um, The scariest (laughs) moments for me were the spider lady as well, and then the box head guy was scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah, the box head guy. He was kind of appeared from like different Oh, he was tough because he would always regenerate. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of enemies in this game regenerated. You had to burn. I mean, that was the big thing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. See? Why not just. Constant matches. Just burn the whole town down. Yeah. <laughs> Just call it a day. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was actually the towards the very beginning of the game where like you find yourself hanging from that meat hook yeah. or whatever, and then like you see like in the distance to see like this big, you know, letter face looking dude, and like you have to like swing to to grab the key from that guy or whatever. Like that whole section where you have to like run away from him. Like that was terrifying. It was terrifying. And then the game just kind of jumps off the, yeah. <laughs> it just takes a deep dive after that like, uh, like the, that's what was my favorite part was the beginning. Yeah, that, I just I yeah. wish the whole game would have been like that that would have been like mm-hmm. one of the scariest games we've ever played and the creeping around actually worked in that once you figured out what was going on yeah like, it was awesome yeah. like that whole first level was amazing I'm just like because like, it was funny like when we uh when Robert and I were playing that like uh when we were playing that level we we're like man this game is amazing the graphics are amazing it's scary mm-hmm. but then like it went down we played the rest fast. of the game yeah. <laughs> You know, every oh. time we got together, Rob was like, you know what? I think this game's really, really good. But then, like, after, like, 10, 15 minutes, like, no, never mind. I hate this game. It became, it became a running joke that every time we started the game, because we'd only play, like, one or two chapters at a time, and there's 15 uh-huh. chapters. And it's, like, a 15-hour game. And every time we would start it, I would just be like, you know what? This game isn't too bad. I think I'm starting to like it. Let's just get into it. I think I can get into it. And then, like, mm-hmm. 10 minutes in, I'm just like, fuck this game. <laughs> you, know, you guys played this a while before we did. Mm. Took us, like, a year. I remember you telling <laughs> me oh, yeah. that Took us a, long time. a lot. And I'm like, eh, all right, well, I'm not looking forward to this. But I found myself doing the same thing, and I didn't even realize it. Yeah. I, I would be like, oh, I hate this game so much while we were playing it. And then... Like but to, said, a day or two oh, yeah. would go by and be like, "Oh, we got to play this." I don't want to, and I'm like, "Well, maybe it's not so bad." Yeah. yeah. And then 20 minutes in, I'm like, "Uh, when is this over?" <laughs> like it was just so close to being a good game. Like the graphics were amazing. Obviously, the the controls are pretty good. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just like it was close. It just felt so close. That's probably the most frustrating part. Like. This could have been a really good game. Yep. Right. You were just off the mark in like several different areas. Oh yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, before I get uh too flustered here, yeah, I'm just my blood's boiling. <laughs> just Wait, about this I have an idea. Yeah, why don't we go play it? Maybe this game isn't as bad as we <laughs> were. Yeah, you know, let's go right. check this it out. Game, uh, let's, let's try you know, again. Start from the beginning. Talking about this game makes me want to play it again. Actually. Okay. Which, right. Should we just play it on air or should we do something? No. We'll, okay. We'll go on break. Okay. Let's take so. a break then, and then we'll come back after we play it. Yeah. All the way through. All, All right. right. See you in 15 hours. Yep. Hey podcast fans, I'm Jonathan and I'm here to talk to you about an exciting new podcast called Top 5. It's brought to you by Shark Dropper. Can you think of anything and everything that you want to count it down anywhere from shitty cereals to worst bands ever to top 5 athletes? 
maybe even the top five movies. Well, guess what? We counted down from five to four to three to two to six. No, I'm just kidding. We count them down to one every time, every week. Shark Dropper Studios, sharkdropper.com. Welcome back to Horror Play. Holy crap. What a terrible game. That was oh, shit. God, why did we play Definitely that? Definitely not good. Jesus. Sorry, guys. I don't know why I recommended that. I didn't know why I thought it'd be Bad good. Bad idea, Adam. Look, I thought, idea. It, I thought it might be okay. All right? Damn, I, man. It's been, it's been a little while since I played it. It's just, like, it was fun for like 10 minutes, but after that, the game just went to shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Fuck. So glad we played it that. It doesn't again. disappoint if you think <laughs> you're getting into shit. <laughs> so wait, if you played the game for like ten minutes at a time, you'll be golden, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you'll like it. Okay. <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll be a big fan. You'll never be disappointed. <laughs> no. All right. Awesome. All right, with all that being said, time to go into like these unbiased ratings. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely unbiased. <laughs> yeah. Uh if you listen to horror play before, you know we have a rating system. Uh we have four different categories. Obviously, we're looking for the scariest game ever made, but we have three other categories as well. Uh, we have immersion, story, and gameplay, and then scariness is the fourth category. All of them are rated on a 10-point scale, 10 being the highest. Wait, uh, what one would you say is the most important? I think, arguably, mm-hmm. it would be scariness. But Go with immersion. Unarguably, it would be immersion. Okay. All I right. agree. I agree. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so we rate <laughs> these on a 10-point scale, 10 being the highest. Uh, we're going to get into it. We'll start with immersion. Immersion uh, consists of atmosphere, music, sound effects, creativity, and graphics. Were we immersed in this game? Let's find out. I gave it an 8 out of 10. John, a 7 out of 10. Adam, a 7 out of 10. Amber, an 8.5 out of 10. <sighs> Amber. Oh, yeah. Wow. Loving the you were game. completely immersed in this game. See, I rated it off of the first 10 minutes that I played it. Yeah. Okay. If she rated it off of the rest of it, it'd be a 6. Yeah. 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 You just you just felt like you were in that I was that so immersed dungeon. the first 10 minutes. Like, so your what, leg was broken. What caused you yep. to become so immersed in this game, Amber? Um... Like I said, I rated it off of the, that literally that first part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, I think it just kind of put you in the moment of, like, being that person. And, like, it was the, the sound effects, the music was creepy. Like like you said, the guy um, with the leather face that was standing there, he was creepy. Like, it just really put me in it. I mean, I got out of it getting annoyed the rest of the game. But, like, the parts that were fun, like, I was really immersed. <laughs> I think I think overall, like, I think the atmosphere and everything was, I think that it was the only thing that was really working for the game right. was the, the atmosphere. Graphics were amazing. The graphics. Wait, let's let's slow down on the graphics for a second. I mean, they're not. Who the fuck puts out a letterboxed game? Yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> Do you think that was just, like. That's true. I had to be, like, bars. a. Well, I put that under creativity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's why I gave it an 8 out of 10. Okay. Fair uh, enough. I yeah, mean, it was kind of weird. Uh, that was That's my whole thing with, like, uh, over-the-shoulder kind of, like, third-person games. Like, even with, like, Gears of War, like, a lot of times you get... I feel like it's cutting off, like, half of your view because, like, yeah. your character's taking up, like, almost half the screen. See, I'm all, I'm all right with that. Like, I've really been digging third-person stuff more than first-person stuff lately. Um, but Letterboxd? Like, Blu-rays that come out that are still letterboxed infuriate me because who right. doesn't own a 16 by 9 TV at that's this not, point? Yeah, hey, man, I'm still train. rocking my CRT. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fine. As long as you only have a, a, a Sega hooked right. up to it to play Aladdin. It's yeah. all right. Yeah. 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 We'll say CRTs are still considered one of the best gaming monitors out there. The response time is good. 
Anyway, continue on. <laughs> that was, no, that's, that, that was really it. I just didn't understand that. That was so, like, who puts on a letterboxed game? Yeah. Uh, to the point where there were so many complaints about it that they eventually did put a patch in the game where you could turn that off. We did not download that patch. I guess. I think you probably just already had it. Really? Maybe, yeah, yeah. because I, I turned it off pretty quick. Okay. Um, oh, okay. But I just found out today when I was reading about the game and refreshing myself that that was something that was added in later. I, the only reason I can guess is because they wanted to make it more cinematic. Right, like you're watching a movie. But, but it's a game. Was, it's a game. Yeah. I, I'm not. I've seen. It's not, not even that. It's not like cinematic. Like Uncharted more. Two right. was cinematic. Yeah. This was frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. it wasn't cinematic. I've, I've seen other games where to make them more cinematic, and it, it may have been for horror play. I don't remember the exact games, but where they'll put like kind of film filters or something mm. over it right, to right, where right. it'll kind of add a grainy effect or something to it. I so. mean, I don't know. Like, I like the graphics in it, like the cut scenes. Yeah, the, the graphics were good. They're, I mean, especially for a game that came out uh, pretty much around console launch. Right, right, right. Because it came out in October of 2014. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, uh, God, I this think game's two years old now? Yeah. It took us a year or to almost be I, I, I don't even <laughs> think the, the Xbox One or PS4 was out at the time when this game came out. So I think this, this game came out before those Prior. consoles, yeah. yeah. Like, because it's on the 360 and PS3 well, as well. I mean, the immersion, I mean, I gave it an 8 out of 10, and that is, like, the highest so far, yeah. like, of all, like, the points when you look at them. Like, for me, that was, like, the highest for this game. You know, I, I, I agree. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Like, uh, I think, I don't know how much this has to do with Shinji Mikami. Like, the game's not perfect, but I feel like he probably had a large say in, like, the what the immersion aspects of the game, like atmosphere, music, sound effects, creativity, graphics. Because it seems like, from the way the game was marketed, it seemed like he had just kind of like George Lucas-style full control over the game. So, you know, if that's the case, then I feel like, you know, it definitely feels like a Shinji Mikami game. Like, you go back to the the old-school Resident Evil games. Like, this kind of had like a very similar kind of atmosphere to those other games. With that comparison... Who was the Jar Jar Banks of Evil Within? Oh, it's got to be the main a, character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the uh... no because Jar Jar had personality. That's true. <laughs> okay, you that's... might not have liked it, but it was there. I it will was... say, and I was going to put this in story, but like the acting in this game is really subpar. Yeah, yeah. it's really it's not bad. So good. I was going to say ahead. the hoodie guy. Like he was kind of corny, right? Yeah, he wasn't really scary or anything. He was just like no. all emo looking. Yeah, yeah, he just showed up randomly. Jar Jar was very, very emo. <laughs> Yeah. Misa, marry emo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That classic line from episode one. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the people, prequels were known for their, their great lines. Yeah, people, people really don't know this, but uh, Jar Jar Binks was the first emo band. Yep. Was it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought hey, you got excited. You, you almost had me there. <laughs> yeah. All right. uh, are we moving on, or does Let's anybody else on. have something to say? No, I, I I gave it a seven as well. I I've made I think it, the music and sound effects were good. The atmosphere was good. Um, creativity was fine. The graphics. It was were creative. Decent. It just didn't yeah. follow through with everything. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I think a seven's a respectable score. And that is like the high. Like we all rated immersion the highest. <laughs> Looking at these scores, yeah, that's the highest for all of us. Um, it, I, it did immersion well. Yeah, right? that's the one mm-hmm. thing it did well. Mm-hmm. So let's go to there story, go. <laughs> which is plot, characters, and enemies. You know, it's kind of funny. It's kind of appropriate because, like, immersion is the first part that they <laughs> reduced, <laughs> which, the is, <laughs> which we liked, and then right. it just went down. Yeah, it's all <laughs> so down. So when we get to scariness, yeah. oh, not going to be yeah. too good for this game. Nope. All, right. All right, story, plot, characters, enemies. I give it a 6 out of 10. 
John a five, Adam a six point five, Amber a seven. Well, John didn't like this. We just planned, but that, Amber didn't loved we? it. You hated this game. It went okay. Yeah. So I gave it a five out of ten. The I appreciate the enemy variety. There are different type of types of enemies. Like a lot of them were really scary. Yeah, like, they were uh, cool that, looking. The guy with the head in the box, the Letterface guy, the Spire Lady. Like that's pretty cool. It's just. Like, the main characters themselves were very uninteresting, very bland. Like, you didn't really care what happened to them. The story itself was really hard to follow. Like, like There's every so much going Japanese on. survival horror. So I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you what was happening by the end. No. Nope. Why can't like, horror it, games have, like, a cohesive story? They they always they start off very, like, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, You're I like, know. What, just, what's happening here? Yeah, they start gets, you off just like, you fucking what? you a little invested, <laughs> and then you start, you start seeing some of it come together, and you're like, oh, man, this seems like it's going someplace cool. Okay. And then by the end, you're like, what just happened? Yeah. You know what's, Did, like, uh, like, a lot of people might disagree with me, but, like, a lot of story was told through, like, the little journals or yeah. whatever. And I don't have a problem with that because, like, uh, I feel like that's really well done in some other games. But, like, the journal entries in this game were just really, really boring to yes. read or just really, really long. Like, I just didn't really care. Nope. Like, I don't know. I did not read any of them. And <laughs> I don't know, but if you have cutscenes, you can still tell a story yeah, through them. It, to, to be honest, I'm I'm getting quite sick of this whole... Yeah. Get your story out of fucking journals. Yeah. Thing I know, seriously. Like, Outlast. Either more in depth part of the story, if it, it, that's fine, but like the, needing to know the story by reading those. Or no. what journals if like, you know, be side story. Journals should always yes, be side story. Like side in Resident story. Evil, a lot of it was like kind of like side right, story. You didn't yeah. need yeah. to read them to know what was going on. I, I'm, I'm sick of it, like to the point where, and, and not even just horror games, because this is really starting to get out into a bunch of yeah. other games too. Like, yeah. you need to read these things to inform things in the story. <laughs> and it's just. And I'm not against reading it's just i feel like it slows the game down yeah, yeah. especially when there's an overabundance of it and yeah there seems to just be getting more and more and horror games especially horror games are like i noticed like a lot of newer horror games are really starting to do that shit like daylight outlast this uh some of the newer resident evils like it's just like even enough. quantum break the first level there yeah. were 16 story <laughs> pieces that i could find mm. and i know this because every time i found one it would tell me you found x out of 16 right well they did the same thing for alan wake right which we're going to review later yeah they we're, did we're that right now. but the way they did that was actually really cool you there, were yeah. no you were finding pages mm. of a book that he had written and uh if you pay enough attention to him story. yes yeah. it kind of informs what's coming ahead instead of it being like I also like that, that he to. read them. <laughs> so yeah, you could kind of exactly. just play it and then just li- listen to them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. You could yeah. you could close out of it and yeah. he would keep going and you could continue on yep. with the game. Right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what about this game? <laughs> so Alan Wake. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey, that's for a different uh, yeah. horror play. Next, next time. Yeah, I, I honestly, I gave it a six. Nothing great. It's kind of like so many horror. I feel like the only horror game that ever had like a cohesive story that we've played was The Last of Us. That's just personally. I know there's maybe like a couple others, but yeah. overall, it's just like there's never like a cohesive story, and it's always like just weird shit. Especially when it comes from like fucking Japan or Indonesia. It's Although just weird you know, shit. to be fair, like sometimes the cohesive story isn't needed. PT had like, I mean, a yeah, very even faint that, story. It was vague, but it yeah. was cohesive. You like it you out. could figure it yeah. out pretty easily. Whereas like this, and like yeah. uh, I'm trying to even think of like the other games we played. They're just like or even Silent Hill. Like it's just kind of random at points. Yeah. 
And I don't know. I give it a six, but most of that is actually from like the enemy design. The characters aren't that great, but the enemies, I think, were pretty cool. Right. Yeah. That's the only yeah. reason I voted it any higher than a five is because of the enemies, because I really thought the enemies were cool. But the story was, I, even reading it, reading about it afterwards to refresh myself, and I was like, do I, I don't even remember what the story was about. What was the story about? Let me read about it. I still didn't get it, even after reading it. I'm like, yeah. I still don't know what was going on. Guys, so. look, I got it. So okay. I will... You already read let's, it. All let's to us. let's right. buckle buckle you, ourselves in. Oh, and you're I'll gonna go through the whole story. story. Let's okay. do it. Let's do it. Chapter okay. one. Buckle in. So, chapter one. <laughs> okay. There's this evil, and okay. it's within. Oh, oh shit! I did not see that coming. Damn. <laughs> okay. Cut to chapter fifteen. Okay. The evil is now without. Oh, oh wow. wow! Without what? <laughs> so you just kind of yada yada that. <laughs> the evil within. Yada yada yada. Now it's without. Good Sounds to good to me. Yeah. It is like just a lot of like stuff in his consciousness, people trying to control it. There's you ever get the feeling like get uh, out. You get the feeling like uh this game like I know we were talking about like games like under explaining plot, but yeah. I felt like a lot of times like in this game they were over explaining <laughs> parts of plot that weren't really necessary. Like it was just like okay, so we're going to the backstory of this guy. But do we really need to go this far? Yeah. Right. I'm just like... Like him as a child can and we why just, he is the way he is. Can we just yada yada this part? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it needed more yada yada. Yeah. I don't know. It felt like they were focusing on the wrong things, story-wise. Really? Do, do you think we can get Jerry Seinfeld into writing horror games? <laughs> we should. So he can just yada yada all just the yada stories? Yada. <laughs> There's this, uh, a mansion with zombies. Yada yada. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine up. those notes? Oh, what's be so the deal? Easy to read. <laughs> what's the, the deal, deal with these monsters? <laughs> <laughs> I would play a horror game where Jerry Seinfeld was the uh, <laughs> the main the protagonist. protagonist. Yeah. Oh, that would be, be incredible. Uh, all right. Are we talking any more about that, or am I going to gameplay? Because gameplay is pretty easy to discuss, I think. Go for it. All right. Gameplay is controls and level design. I gave it a six. John gave it a six. Adam gave it a six. Amber gave it a six. Perfect. Whoa. <laughs> Complete <laughs> agreement. We agree. But you're still wrong, Robert. Fuck. <laughs> I, uh... As for the controls, I feel like those were built to make the game more challenging. I on think they purpose. were. Yeah. It wasn't like it was hard or anything. The, and the game controlled pretty well. It was very responsive. But the button layout was yeah. so counterintuitive <laughs> to everything else, like every other game you play. Do you I, think they did that because of Resident Evil and how people liked, like, or. Like Resident Evil enthusiasts who like really like the game, like the earlier games, they like kind of like the tank controls right. of the originals because they were tougher. I'm wondering if they included Probably. that because of that. See, I didn't. My, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really have a, a a problem with his movement or anything like that. That seemed alright to me. But it was the weird like to pull up your menu. You clicked the right stick. Yeah. Like who has ever had an inventory menu tied to your right stick? You know. It, yeah, you know, one thing I hated was, like, his whole running, and he would go out of breath, like, pretty fast. Yeah. And I know that's an upgradable yeah. ability. Upgrade your lungs. But but <laughs> my my whole thing is I hated the fact that, like, he would run, and if you did, like, press whatever button it was to run faster, you got, like, five seconds, and he would just... But it wasn't even that he would go slower. He would stop, yeah. and he would fucking <laughs> breathe. And I'd be like... 
Come you gotta on, be buddy. kidding me, right? Even like, me in real life would not do that. <laughs> yeah, like there's a monster chasing you. There's no way in hell that you're gonna run just, really fast. Just crawl like, or stop. do something, man. Seriously, all, even if he just like shambled forward, I'd be okay. But the fact that he stopped, put yeah. his hands on his knees, and thought about the situation, <laughs> they should have just had funny. an animation where he just would turn around to the monster and just be like, "Just one second. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> he just, just shrugs his shoulders. You got me. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, so game stupid. over. So like. A lot of the level design in this game involves like a lot of backtracking. Like you're given like this big area, yeah, and all of a sudden like, oh, go here, get the uh, the key from this guy. But then you have to go all around here. But along the way, there's like a new horde of enemies to mow through. Yeah. So it's like, and okay, boss. I don't know. It was. Uh, I mean, was the bit... level design I don't think was that great. No. In essence, like there were a few open areas that you did fight hordes. There's a few open areas where you could do like sneak. I mean, kind of backtracking is not automatically a bad thing because that was there was a lot of that going on in the Resident Evil games, but right. they, they, they did that pretty well. I think uh, it wasn't too bad. You never fought through hordes, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The uh, another thing I had an issue with was uh, right because as Adam said, the controls were very unintuitive. Another thing that kind of added to that was that there were a lot of gameplay elements that they just kind of threw at you sometimes, like uh, opening like a booby trap or like disarming a thing. Or like a, because like a lot of times you have to figure that out on the fly. Like, oh shit. Like, uh, and it's like always different. Like, you always have to like figure things out on the fly. And it's like, I remember like towards the end of the game, like they just like, like, do you remember like when the game goes all Star Fox on you? Because, like, you're kind of, like, in the battling the, the dude in his mind or whatever, and he just kind of throws you, like, right. in this, like, dimension or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you find yourself, like, uh, kind of floating there, and then, you're like, you're, like, in, like, manning, like, a machine gun. Yeah, 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 And then there's, like, this reticle, like, straight out of Star Fox, and you have to, like, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to shoot him. And then you have to, like, uh, do, like, a barrel roll. <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't know. It's... Slippy oh. was there, just annoying you. Yeah, they had to Falco, save him. Fal- just Falco just asshole. had a bad attitude the whole time. Yeah, I don't know. It was very, uh, yeah, it was very confusing at times. So um, I don't know. The reason I gave it a six is because of it made me think of Resident Evil Four. I loved Resident Evil Four. I played it over and over again. So the controls and level design every once in a while really reminded me of Resident Evil Four. So. You know, sometimes I liked it because of that. But I also realized playing this game that I think I just hate horror games now, or maybe just the more detailed ones. Like you said, it's like a a gamer's game, and I think being older and not having as much time to play games like I want to, I don't have the patience for them anymore. So... um I still want to play horror games, guys, but these ones drive me insane. I understand where you're coming from. You're stuck here. (laughs) I'll play Alan Wake. I I understand where you're coming from because I, I don't like stealth games i i don't have the patience yeah. for it but i'll sit and grind on an rpg right to mm-hmm. gain level after level just to kill a boss so right. like it it i think it's just the genre or, or depends like yeah. this was very heavily stealth oriented like so i wanted I to like, love uh, it but i just couldn't get into it yeah did you, i think did that you was call this game a gamer's game that, that's, that's what that i way? said yeah, yeah. Because I think it is like that's what everybody was saying is how like tough a, it is. Like yeah. a Dark Souls. Yeah, like Dark Souls is or, a gamer's or game. Bloodborne or whatever the hell. Yeah. Like they're both not the like same. a game you just pick up when you first. Start yeah, it's not just for games. anybody. See, okay. I feel like if I if I had to pick a gamer's game, I feel like Resident Evil Four is more diver- deserving of that title. Right. Really? Well, I was younger then and loved the intensity, but I, I feel like this was no. I mean, Resident Evil 4, like, uh, they were going for the same thing, like a mix of action and horror. I feel yeah. like Resident Evil 
was like more streamlined in everything. It uh it succeeded on everything. Like the controls are amazing. The enemies are cool. There's never like any frustrating parts in that game that I can remember. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. All right. Well, if this game, let's get to yeah, same. We're really bashing this game, but let's get to scariness. That's what we're really worried about. Was this game scary? I gave it a five point five out of ten. John, a five point five out of ten. <laughs> okay. Adam, a five out of ten. Amber, a six out of ten. It really averages out to a five point five. I was gonna say. <laughs> I, it's I an called average it. Of a five point five. I called it. Yeah. Right. I mean, obviously, we're all pretty close. Uh, I think we all found it like semi-scary, but not I really. The, I think I gave scary. this game like a similar scariness score to the Resident Evil. Yeah, the first Resident Evil, at least. I Whoa, think. we've decided that it's a lot like Resident Evil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, as I mentioned earlier, like there's a lot of things that this game does pretty well. Like, I mean, for the most part, the controls are okay. They yeah, could have been like they, they could have been streamlined a little bit better. They, I, I think, like I said, it controlled well. It was just the button layout was very counterintuitive. Like mm-hmm. I play quite a few different first-person shooters, and a lot of times the buttons will be different, or I'll set my controller up different. So like sometimes B will be reload, or reload, and sometimes it'll be X. Yeah. So I'm used to different controls, but this was just so counterintuitive to everything, like clicking the right stick. Uh, to to bring up your inventory or clicking the left stick to turn on your lantern or B to reload. Yeah. And yeah. Every time like, we restarted so playing it, I would forget what all the buttons were and I'd have to figure them out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's just, uh, that's my point. Like, this game comes so close in regards to, like, the scariness part right. of this game. I definitely don't like, think it's a bad game. Yeah. It was just like, oh, man. Just like, so there, were definitely, there were definitely scary parts in this game, but it was just like, you get taken out of that creep mode right away because like you're reminded of how frustrating this game is exactly yeah if it wasn't a grind like so often i think it could be scarier if the whole game was like the first level yeah 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 if the whole game was one level (laughs) scariest game ever made game over seriously it'd be in our top five easily yeah yeah it definitely drops down because it it becomes i think it just becomes more actiony less scary and then also more frustrating yeah definitely i think they were trying to like put in like too many like ingredients that they forgot they were making a scary soup. It was it's <laughs> like it's like DC yeah. trying to make a movie. They're just trying to make the the yeah. best one ever right They're now. They're throwing too many ingredients. Batman yeah. versus Superman. Also got Wonder Woman. Oh, also Aquaman. Hey, also throwing the Flash. Yeah, yeah. So, and Cyborg. And Cyborg. Cyborg. Just because. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? I mean, to be fair, they were just in an email. So, and that's you know true. what? I don't care who I just spoiled that for. You should not see that movie. Yeah. No. So we're saying this game is the Batman versus Superman of horror games. This game yep. is the Batman. It is the Batman. <laughs> so it's kind of cool better, better for like reviews, the first though. first uh, 10, 10, 15 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And then, then after that, it's just like, yeah. And then you just need to wait for the rated R director's cut that adds the additional hour and a half of movie. Back and into takes it. out letterboxing. <laughs> <laughs> and takes out letterboxing. That's, that's a big one. Wow. I feel like we just had a breakthrough here. <laughs> okay. Well, if you take all the scores together and average them out, it gets a 6.3 out of 10. That's total. Um, I don't know where that puts it on the scale. But think- out of scariness, it's a 5.5. What happened to your list? I don't know. It's not in here. But we do have the updated list. You can look it up and find look out it where well, it is. As well, as you pointed out at the beginning of this podcast, we're no You're longer updated. You're just going to have to update it again. Well, this one's not updated in it. But just listen to this podcast. Go on that list. Look it up find out where this game Hold would on. be. I'm and bringing it up. Let us I'm know. Bringing it Tweet up. us. Right. But John, wait a, wait a second, up. because what if they listen to this six months from now? Then then that could be a completely different list. Oh, then it'll then, be updated. Well, hopefully. Hopefully it'll be updated. In six months? 
I'll get to it. That that it sounds like there's a horror game going Some, on. Someone's out. getting murdered. Yeah, we outside. got we got some people watching the hockey game in the other room. <laughs> it's kind of loud. Just in case you're wondering what all those screams are, we're not killing people. No, or are we? Totally or are we? It okay. Is so the, the scariness was at five point five. It actually rates higher than Resident Evil. Resident Evil is four point three. Whoa. Okay. It was I, actually scarier okay than The Last yeah, of Us. Did you play Resident Evil 4 for this? Not Resident Evil 4 no, yet. We've only done one okay. Just the first one. So, first we did yeah. Bioshock came in at 5.4. <laughs> Wait, Bioshock's at 5.4? And Silent Hill is at 5.6. So this game is right between those two games. So wow. above Bioshock, below Silent Hill. I'm so, actually okay with yeah, that. Sounds about right. right. It's not bad. You know, it's a... Uh, I mean, I like Bioshock better as a game. Yeah. But, but scariness, scariness, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And I think even it's point one. This this game had uh, potential that showed in our overall score. Yeah. A six point three is respectable. It's not it's terrible. It's above average. Yeah. It's a D. You know what's yeah. interesting <laughs> is that uh, yeah, besides that, <laughs> besides the screaming, uh, is that Resident Evil Two actually was lower at three point eight. That's super interesting, actually. Resident Evil Two is lower. Yeah, three point eight. That's Way to not be scared by Resident Evil, guys. <laughs> well, Resident Evil Two was uh, it was it was a lot more streamlined and mm. it wasn't that scary, but I think it was a better game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it, it started leaning towards a more, a little so, more actiony. Yeah, yeah. I wanted, a little uh, bit. So Shin, yeah. Shinji Mikami was the kind of the fodder of the survival horror genre, and it's uh, it's interesting to see like his uh, influence, like uh, all the games done on his list. Obviously, you have the Resident Evils because he worked on those games. But you have Silent Hills on here. Right. Silent Hills, like Silent, Silent Hills, Silent Hills, Hills. Yeah, as yeah, as Silent Hills. Hills. the canceled or yeah, like uh, multiple Silent Hill games. Multiple Silent, multiple Silent, Silent Hill games. Silent Hill. There's Dead Space. You know, that's another survival horror game. Really, he worked on Dead Space. He didn't work on it, but like uh, you know, these are like third person survival horror games. I feel like, oh okay, you know, a lot of these games on here like uh, oh a lot of. Oh, a lot to his influence, actually. So, I yeah, think that should be mentioned. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely. I mean, he, Resident Evil sparked this whole modern survival horror thing. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, we can call him the grandfather of modern survival horror. Yeah, because Five Nights at Freddy's would never have been made about him. No, probably <laughs> definitely. not. Definitely. Yeah. Nope. Or uh, Dear Esther, or that Limbo, or the Stanley Parable. Yeah. <laughs> or Your Walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All those classics. Oh, Among played. the Sleep, right? That was a Among good one. Among the Sleep? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That was, a, that that was, was the baby. game about a scary baby. No, scary. or the, the baby, baby that was scared. scared. The baby that was scared. You yeah. played as a toddler. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. You're scared of your This mom. is a real game that we're talking yeah. about. We're not, we're not well, see, it was really a story about alcoholism and how your mom was a drunk. Listen, just listen to the episode. Of. It'll all make sense. Or I forgot. I forgot what episode number that was. Uh, 30... You know what? I'm Two. just I'm sure. gonna say it was probably know. called Among the Sleep. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's titled. Listen, go to iTunes. Yep. Uh, search horror play. After you uh, leave us a five star rating, yeah, I was gonna say rate review. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Download all of them. Yes. Give it a five star rating. Yes. Yep. And then just start listening. Yeah. yeah. At random, just put them on random because yeah. that'll make it fun. Yeah. It doesn't matter which one uh, that you start with, and then yeah, rate and review it. Also. While you're doing that, <laughs> why not visit SharkDropper.com? Yeah. And if you want to suggest any games, you if can you want to find other podcasts to rate and review, yeah. And uh, visit us on Patreon because yeah. we are doing stuff on there too. You might as well just go on there and maybe donate a dollar or so. Do it. All right, guys. Uh, any final thoughts on Evil Within? 
Uh, I liked what it tried to do. It didn't do everything great. It yeah. was an okay game, but it's definitely a gamer's game. It's it's like tough. So if you want to spend a lot of time, See, on I consider it. myself a gamer, and I don't <laughs> recommend this game. Well, for more than ten or fifteen minutes at a time. Makes sense. Okay. Well, I mean, I consider myself a gamer too, but uh, um, we do a podcast every week about horror games. We are all gamers. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I'm not. Some of us are hockey fans. I'm not the type of a gamer who wants to die 400 million times because I accidentally stepped a half an inch too far to the left. Sounds like you should never play Dark Souls. I will never play Dark Souls. Okay. I know. I hope we don't do that for this. Again. We might. Well, that's not a horror. That's an RPG. Game. Fuck both of you. I'm <laughs> just saying. It's got horror atmosphere elements. We might. There. I don't know. It's up in there. Let's wait a little. You while. know what? You know what else kind of has a horror element? Sneak King. So are we gonna play Sneak King? Maybe. Ooh. I don't know. Listen, guys. If so. you want us to play Dark Souls, just uh, let us know. We'll uh, we'll consider it. I will play. We'll think about it. If I'm yeah. playing Dark Souls, I want Sneak King. Yeah, I'm right. I have it. I have it. I'm okay so with don't CK. don't say that we can't find a copy because I will let everyone yeah. borrow it. No, I'll <laughs> borrow it. I'll play that game. It sounds fun. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, as always, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for what games we should play, like Dark Souls, for example, drop us line at Uh Robert already mentioned going to the website to check out all our podcasts, check out our Patreon. Also, a uh, big shout out to Loot Crate. Are one of our newest sponsors. Loot Crate. So, yeah, check out lootcrate.com slash shark if you wanna, you know, help us out. Yep. Also get like bitchin' stuff every month. Right? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Bitchin'. Some is that, is that how stuff. is that how Loot Crate works? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You get bitchin' stuff. You get every bitchin month. Stuff. Every you month. Get bitchin' stuff, brah. Bitchin' stuff, brah. <laughs> they even have horror game stuff. Shit. Really? Yeah. yeah. They Mostly have in October. Box, actually, I think. Mm, that's that's no, no, I think yeah, I want totally. it. They have a video game one, at least. Yeah. Mm, they do. Right. Let's stop right now. No, we do. Okay. Lootcrate.com slash shark. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. From my co-hosts, Amber, Adam, and Robert. See Thank ya. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, <laughs> wait. What are you doing? <laughs> You're throwing me off, man. I have, man. A, I have a final thought. Yeah. Wave Race 64. Wave Race 64. We oh, should review let's that Let's not one. get into that right now. <laughs> this is like a thing that happened before the podcast. This is the end of the podcast. Well, see, you're explaining it. And, and you're, you're just destroying all the mistakes. This is the end of the podcast. Uh, yep. I've been your host. That's why I tried to say John, bye. can we just cut all this part off, please? <laughs> we really should. Thank Keep you going. so much for listening. Yep. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Wave Race 64. Five seconds till shark drop. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.